Uh, hello, everybody. That's the second episode in the podcast. Uh, today is the 12th of June. Uh, I, I have an agenda. I will be speaking about, I'll discuss, I'll present you my experience about the conference I was attending yesterday. It was a project management conference where, um, well, I had a talk in the morning, the keynote, but this is, this is not what was the most interesting part. I had a, I was a member of a panel discussion where five people aside, well, except besides me, were presented and we were asked questions by the audience about, um, well, the question was quite formal. It was something like, what's the difference between a, a coordinator of a project and a project manager? But, uh, but the answers, which most of the people, other five people who were sitting next to me uh, gave to the room, they were more like about what's good for management now and what's important for a project manager to have in order to, you know, in order to be a good project manager. Um, and, um, and I was, and they were saying something which I was listening for about 15 minutes or so. I was not saying anything because, uh, well, I, I was really, I was really, first of all, I was surprised by the things uh, these guys were saying. And I was surprised by the reaction of the audience. And then after 15 minutes of listening, I said that I uh, strongly disagree with everything they said. And then I said what I thought about um, the project management and current situation with it. There will be video. They were recording and the video will be published maybe in a month or so. I was not recording myself unfortunately, so I cannot show you the video, but I had so many discussions after the panel because during the panel, I had an opportunity just to speak only twice. They only asked me two times and I said only two things which I, which I had to say. But after the, the presentation, I had many conversations at the conference with, uh, with um, not speakers, but people who were from the room, attendees of the conference. And the name of the event was, uh, the name of the event was, uh, 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 PMCon, PMCon, which is PM, PMCon is for conference and PM for project management. Um, so it was in Kharkiv in Ukraine. So I'll say what I said there, and then I'll, I'll give you kind of a summary of all the discussions we had after, after this panel. So all these guys, they said that project management is about these things. First of all, a good project management is about leadership. So a good manager is a good leader. So this, this is the person, I'm, I'm just repeating what these people are saying. So a good project manager is somebody who can lead the team forward, who can uh, give a good example of how, these, how the team has to work. Uh, a good manager, good project manager, um, kind of has a lot of, a lot of uh, empathy to the team, has a lot of uh, energy, has a lot of, uh, um, you know, desire and uh, uh, good intentions and strong motivation for moving forward. And all of these qualities will help that person to be a good project manager. That's one point. The second point is that it's very important for a project manager to be passionate about what he or she is doing. So passion is so important. So that person has to feel love with the profession, has to enjoy what's, what, what this person is doing. And that passion will help that person to finish the project 
earlier and to you know spend less money probably i mean be a better project manager that was the point and also one thing they said is that it's it's very important to be a good communicator for a project manager so a good pm is a good communicator who can talk to people who can communicate with the customer properly who can communicate with the team who can transfer information which which is communication who can you know help people to exchange information and so and so i was and, and the audience was so happy about that so the room was applauding them and the the room was kind of you know agreeing with with everything these guys said and then 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 they gave me the microphone and i said that i disagree with everything with everything they said before and i strongly disagree i'll repeat now what i said i said that i believe that project management has nothing to do has nothing to do with uh, passion or communication or leadership so these qualities are absolutely not about project management and i said that people who are telling us that project management is about leadership and is about passion and is about communication and all these uh, things these people are actually ruining our industry so because of them we have all the troubles with our projects we have all the problems with software projects and because of them we fail and we fail every year we fail more and more and i said that project management is is a discipline which is quite quite you know uh complex and quite uh strict discipline which has many many areas like knowledge areas which are about scope control about risk control risk management about uh, time control about uh budget control about many many other things which are described in the project management standards like pmbok for example or prince2 or um, uh, ibm rap so there are certain things that certain frameworks and and uh, and um, standards and methodologies which are designed to help us to be a better project manager and there's and these methodologies are are supposed to be learned by people who join the industry who become project managers in reality what happens is that they were programmers before and then they get promoted to the project manager because they were the most active in the office they were the loudest they were the most the, the most brave people in the office and that's that's why they get promoted and they become project managers and then they read the biography of Steve Jobs and they think that this is the project management literature so they feel that just you know be, being in love with what Steve Jobs did or this Elon Musk or all other idols of uh, modern um, silicon valley and IT business and that will make you a uh, good project manager but that's i believe it's like seriously wrong because the project management is not about just being a good person or being a good leader there are rules there are, there are formulas there are principles there are standards there there are things which you have to learn first and then and then that's what i said that's all i said and now i want to continue and say more because i really said more at the conference so i said to people who came to me after this discussion and i told them that uh, the first thing which i can compare this misconception is let's imagine we want to build a bridge or build a house and we find an architect the person who is supposed to design that house for us and and that person says i'm so passionate about my profession i'm a good communicator i am a good leader i feel love in my profession but i really didn't study the architecture i don't really know how to draw the diagram how to you know how to how to calculate uh, the proper 
size of the concrete blocks, which has to go in the in the and in, in the foundation of the building. But I'm I feel love in my profession. I'm so passionate. So I'm a good person. Do we really want to trust that uh, uh, that project to to that person? I don't think so. Or for example, you come to a doctor to a dentist. And then probably the first question you will ask that dentist is not going to be, are you passionate about your profession? Do you like love what you're doing? Do you, are you a good leader? No, not really. You will ask, do you really know the rules of how my, my, my tooth is supposed to be fixed? Are you a good doctor? Everything else goes after. And when people are coming to this project management conferences, so this conference took the whole day and they were like, I don't know, maybe 10 presentations, including myself. And most of these presentations, people are, they, they were speaking about that things, which are passion, which are uh, emotional intellect, which are empathy, which are, I don't know what they call it else, leadership. And uh, they were not speaking, for example, about risk management and uh, technologies of how you can make your risk analysis more effective. Which, is, which has to be the subject for a project management conference. So if you want to be a, a better manager, you need to know how to use instruments. It's like when we're coming to Java conference or a you know, programming conference or database conference, we are speaking about new instruments for Java and how you can actually you know, apply them to your code and make your code better. But when I come to project management conferences, all the time the same discussions about about uh, uh, what do you call emotional state of the people who are titled as project managers. So that I think is a huge problem in the profession in general, in the industry in general, because we, we kill the industry that way. We look at these people as, as just leaders and we don't pay attention to the skills they have to have. And there are many skills. The, the entire book, like PM Bach, for example, there are like, I don't know, four, like 600 pages there and it all, it's all about you know, tools and instruments which you need to apply in order to actually uh, manage the project, not just be in the project, not just, not just uh, force the project forward, but actually to manage it. And then somebody else came to me and, and asked that question. She said, uh, she said but uh, that, that was the question. She, she, uh, let, me, let me remember it correctly. Uh, she said that if the manager is the manager is really in love with what she or he is doing. And then that person will spend a lot of time in the office and that person will uh, uh, encourage everybody else to, to, to move forward and will spend a lot of time in the office. So it, 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 that will be helpful. So if the person is in love, if the person is feel the energy to be in the project and to feel the kind of responsibility for, uh, for the result of the project, then uh, that person will, um, will, 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 will be more effective than somebody who just learned PMBOK, who just learned the formulas, learned the numbers, and will just do what needs to be done without putting his or her heart into that uh, actions. And I said I disagree. I disagree with that because the person with a lot of passion, with a lot of uh, uh, personal feelings, uh, about that project will be less effective because that person will, 
will first of all will force everybody to work overtime to spend more personal time on the project will pay less attention to formalities will less pay less attention to the process will pay less attention less attention to uh, procedures which need to be done in the project if we want it to be successful so that person will be less effective I believe instead of being more effective and I said that I think that the more the most effective uh, project manager and any person a programmer project manager uh, doesn't work too much, doesn't spend too much in front of the computer or in the office. A really good professional works like four hours a day and five days and four days a week. And then the rest of the time, that person just relaxes and spend time doing something with the family and watching movies and doing sports. But And then when the, that person is perfectly relaxed, then uh, he or she can get back to work and be very effective during that four hours spent in the office or in front of the computer. So that's how the perfect manager, the perfect architect looks like. Not somebody who sleeps in the office and spends all the time there and annoying everybody else and forcing everybody else to stay with, with, with him or her in the office all the time. Just because, you know, just because we need you guys in the office and uh, be with us. And, uh, and that's how we understand engagement. That's how we understand uh, a personal, uh, what they call it, uh, commitment to the project. So they expect us, that, that kind of managers, that crazy guys who think that being in the office or being in the project and giving all the, all the time of, of the life to that project means that you are actually managing the project in a good way. That people are killing projects because they're not managing, they're not, they're not doing their job right. They just, they're just replacing professional skills with just, I call it the conference, uh, with the, like monkey dancing instead of actually working with documents and helping people to move forward. So these people are killing the project. These, these uh, uh, enthusiasts, they are uh, evil uh, in, in the entire project management situation. So when you see that people, you want to get rid of them. You need professional managers which know what to do instead of just being, uh, just being in the office. And, and there, was, there was one more, there were one more, uh, question uh, they ask everybody what do we what would you what would we recommend to uh, managers uh, to improve or to what to do in their career in order to be better and most of the speakers actually all of them said that you need to be in love with what you're doing you need to uh, uh, you need to be interested in spending more time in what you're doing. You need to be more involved in, the, in that profession and that will give you more results. And I said the opposite. I said that you won't need to be as a project manager, you need to be lazy. You need actually to hate what you're doing because project management is a very routine um, activity. If you are a good project manager, you will do a lot of routine tasks. You need to do them. Because again, look at the PM block, look at the things which needs to be done. You need to control scope, you need to control uh, the budget, you need to control time. Take these three, that's already enough for one person you know, to spend the entire day working on that. You need to see all the things, you need to understand what's going on, you need to collect the data, you need to put the data together, you need to reschedule all the time, you need to analyze and present that information to the project sponsors, you need to communicate that data upward and downward. So it's a lot of routine work. And if you really love what you're doing, if you really love to do this routine work, you will be burned under this uh, heavy weight of these um, routine activities. 
So instead, as a project manager, you have to be lazy. You have to really hate that activity and say, I don't want to do that the same again and again every day. I want to outsource it to something, to people, to computers, to robots, to, to AI, whatever. So you need to give it to somebody who will do it for you. You don't want to do it yourself because that's routine. It's boring. So the proper project management, proper project management is a very boring activity if you do it right. Of course, if you, if you replace project management with the, this, you know, dancing in the office and, and just enjoying conversation with the people and being a good leader, then yes, it will be less boring. But it's not going to be about project management. It will be just some leadership activity, which, which you can't do, but then you will need to find a project manager. So if you are a project manager, you do, you do a lot of routine tasks and you cannot love them. I mean, they're boring. How can we tell people that you guys need to love your activities if they are boring? That's kind of con it kind of contradicts uh, itself, that statement. So I told them that be lazy and, and, and don't like what you do. I mean, don't, don't enjoy doing this routine stuff and outsource it. So every, every day you come to the office or every day you open your computer, you just need to look at it and say, am I doing the same things that I was doing yesterday? If the answer is yes, then most probably you're not using tools and instruments and software effectively, or you're not delegating some, delegating some of your activities to people under your uh, management. So you should give it to somebody else, and then you, you, will, you will have something for four hours a day which you will do personally. And that will do also quite routine and boring, but this is something which you still have to do. So that again was my con i mean that was my answer for for the question what a good project manager uh, need to learn and need to to improve in their um, uh, no that was the question what what kind of habit you would recommend a good pm to have and that was my answer be lazy and hate what you're doing that how you that's how you become a better manager that's how you improve because you will always find ways to improve the process to imp to to make it more automated Modern project management, I believe, is all about automation. So if you can automate it, if you can put computers at work instead of people, you're going to be faster, you're going to be better, you're going to be more predictable. Your project will be more predictable, and that means more successful when it finishes, if you use software uh, more effectively. Um, and then, again, somebody came to me and said that... Uh, that was an interesting question of how I would recommend to, uh, to manage project managers. So that guy said that uh, I'm a founder of a company and I have three, three or four, I don't remember, probably like four project managers. And these project managers, they work for this guy and they uh, report to him and uh, they are not successful, as successful as he expects. He said that they are just literally were promoted from, from, from programmers. That's a very typical situation and they don't know how to do project management. All they do is just to do micromanagement, which we, we, we talked about that many times. Micromanagement means that they're just, they're just coming to the office and telling everybody what to do. And they're telling everybody and they're talking to everybody. They're just spending all the time on this really low-level routine micromanagement, annoying everybody. And then, of course, the project moves forward somehow. But the moment this project manager is on vacation, the project just stops and collapses. The moment this project manager is transferred to another project, this one will need a huge period of 
changing management and, and re restoring the speed. So getting up to speed will take a lot of time. So micromanagement is not an option. And the, the, the guy, that person asked me, like, how can I actually uh, fix that? Can I teach them something? Can I ask them to be better? How, can you, how would you recommend to improve that? And uh, my suggestion was that, uh, that's what I told him, that first of all, uh, project management as activity has to be measured as any other activity. So we can, that's a very famous quote that we can, I don't remember who said that. Uh, I can actually Google right now. Uh, we can manage what we can measure. Yeah, it's a quote by, uh, yeah, Peter Drucker. Okay, I'm not sure that's, yeah, that's, that's the quote from Peter Drucker. It's a very popular author about management. Uh, he said, if you can't measure it, you can't improve it, or you can't manage it what you can't measure. The same meaning. So you can't do anything with these guys or whatever, I mean, with your managers, even if they are computers or people, you cannot do anything with them if you don't measure their, um, their uh, performance somehow. And I asked him, do you, I asked him, uh, do you measure them somehow now? Do you know the numbers of their performance? Like person A works the number is 3.5 and then person B is 3.7. And he said, no, I don't have these numbers. All I know is their salaries. So one salary is this amount, another salary is this amount, and then that, that's all they know. And it's so difficult to motivate anybody by just raising the salary. We know that. So if you just raise the salary for somebody, that will be a good motivation for like you know, a few weeks. And then that person will get used to the new number and will start doing exactly the same job uh, they were doing before. So you need to keep raising the salary all the time or, you know, degree, degree, uh, decreasing the salary if you want to demotivate or punish somehow. But that's, that's, that's the mechanism which really doesn't work effectively because the salary is a salary. You pay the salary per month, not per result. So the person inside doesn't attach the result to, uh, to the number, to the amount of money. So it's not going to help anyhow. So what I suggested, and this is what I was doing like five years ago in my, with my teams and was quite successful, maybe even more like seven years ago. Uh, uh, I recommended that guy to take a look at um, CMMI. CMMI, it's a, it's a quite big standard for uh, software projects. Uh, CMMI. This standard describes what a good software project has to have in terms of management, in terms of organization, in terms of process, actually, not just management, but in terms of process, of how this process has to be set up in order to be, uh, in order to be uh, successful, in order to deliver results in time and to keep everybody happy. And there are so many requirements on this standard, like huge amount, I don't know, hundreds, maybe thousands. So many, many like, things which this standard requires a project to have. And you don't need all of them. When I started to apply this standard to my team, I just took maybe like five, seven things from this standard out of thousands. And uh, for example, just one of the requirements says that a project always has to have a schedule. So a schedule with milestones. So we always have to be able to look at some document and see that the project will be finished in September 7th 
and there are going to be three milestones between before that, and they will be on these particular dates. So that's called like a schedule. That's a really primitive description of a schedule, and the project has to have it, and the schedule has to be um, confirmed or signed off by the customer. This is a really simple requirement, which most companies and most projects simply don't satisfy. So I'm sure that most of you who is listening right now, uh, you cannot be proud of saying that in my project, we have that schedule and it's always up to date. So we always know that this is our current schedule. So we always know what's going to be the dates and this schedule is actually available and approved by the customer. What usually happens is that when we start a project, we build that schedule, we promise something to our customer and we say, we're going to finish in four months and we're going to have three in, 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 in the middle releases. So we're going to deliver you three versions and then in four months we're going to finish. The customer says yes. Then we start working and then we just lose this schedule. I mean, we, we completely go off the schedule. It's not four months anymore not these three milestones because something changes. This is how it should be. It changes life. You know, we, we have new inputs. We have new situations. Some risks happen, some troubles show up and the schedule is not active anymore. It's not four months anymore. It's not going to be not three milestones, probably going to be four or five. And it's the project will take five months or six, or maybe there will be two projects instead of one. So we have changes and we don't approve it anymore. We don't approve it with the customer. We just keep going. We just keep charging the customer more money for, you know, working, for programming. And the customer has nothing against paying us because we deliver something. But the schedule is not anymore an active document. So it's not available anymore. And, and this is what CMMI is against. This is one of the examples. So if you look at the standard and you look at your project, you will see that you are not compliant with the CMMI requirements. And... And this is the responsibility of a project manager. So the good PM will, has to make sure that the schedule is up to date every day. Well, maybe every day is too much. It's a pretty high requirement, but at least like every week. So this, this, this uh, signature on the document has to be like not older than one week. So what you do, what I recommended to do for this, this guy is to create some sort of an internal audit, internal checklist for all project managers. So to check how good they are, how good project manager they are. And that checklist has to include as many as possible uh, requirements from CMMI. You can use some other standard, but I find CMMI quite, uh, uh, quite complete. So it, it covers all the possible areas of, of manage of software development process in general. It's huge. I mean, it covers not all of everything you can imagine covers even more than you need. So you don't need the full CMMI and no, no, I don't think any company in the world can be proud of, can be, can be saying that uh, we implement actually all areas from CMMI. It's not possible, but you can take a number of lines and I started with like five or seven. So you create a checklist for your company and then you assign some auditor, some person who will review project managers time to time, for example, every week. So they will, that person will come to them, uh, and uh, and uh, and say, uh, can you show me? Uh, can me? Sh can you show me what you got? Can you show me your project? Uh, does it 
does it uh, uh, does it comply to the to the checklist I have? So if if they say yes, yes, yes on all the items in the checklist, then you give like a green mark to that particular manager. If there are some no answers, then it means that uh, something is wrong, and the number is uh, and the number. I mean, the 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 mark is lower for the uh, for that particular project manager. And we were doing that for a few years. So I was. I had that uh, auditor, and actually you can implement some software for that, but you need somebody who will kind of review that this, this, uh, this check is done properly, and that person should go around, collect that numbers, and then you can attach some financial motivation to these numbers. So you can say that if your number is five out of five, then you're a good manager and we're gonna give you some bonus. If your number is like two out of five, then most probably you're gonna be fired sooner or later. So, uh, so, uh, let me check one second. There's something wrong with the, with the micro. No, it's okay. So, that, that's my recommendation. That's the approach to how you can measure the quality of a project manager. Project manager is not somebody, again, compared to what these people are saying. So, according to them, the project manager is somebody who is in love with everybody and everybody is in love with, with that person. That's not what, you know, this is not what is measurable and this is not what this, uh, uh, <laughs> what this profession is about, the project management. Uh, so we need numbers and to collect numbers, we need structure. To, to, to have structure, we need some uh, body of knowledge. And CMMI is a good body of knowledge for software development. PMBOK is a good body of knowledge for project management in general. So if you put these two things together, then you will get something which you can measure a, a project manager against. So you will know that uh, this, is, this is the standard, this is the quality bar which we want to achieve, and this is how good you are according to this, against this quality bar. There is no place for leadership. There's no place for emotions here. There's no place for passion, right? It's just pure ap application of your knowledge against the reality, against the situation with programmers and code and, you know, schedules, risks, whatever. So that's, that's my recommendation of how you can measure uh, the results of these people, of this project manager. Uh, so I'm really, like, I really feel sad that uh, modern industry is promoting more and more promoting this uh, fake management uh, philosophy, I think, or fake instruments. I really believe that this philosophy is fake. This, this, uh, this idea of uh, uh, turning us managers into uh, leaders or into people who are responsible for, uh, for pushing people forward. That's, that's really destructive. This is what makes our projects fail. Project manager is not somebody who is pushing anybody. It's not somebody who is motivating anybody. It's not somebody who is making friends and just because they're friends, they will work. No. The project manager is somebody who builds the structure of a project, who designs and designs rules and makes sure that these rules, these rules of work uh, actually work. So the project manager is somebody who steps in and says, uh, we guys going to work according to uh, that particular document and we're going to 
we're going to measure our success according to that document. And we're going to get money, that amount of money, according to this schedule, according to this agenda. And we're going to close this project this and when this and this happens. And then the project manager can just disappear. So a good project manager is somebody who is not really visible, is somebody who is not the number one person on the project. A PM, a good PM, a perfect PM, doesn't need to be with the team at all. A good PM needs to design uh, the rules of work, needs to, needs to create channels of communication between these people, needs to make sure that the information is always available for them, that the, the right documentation is in the right place. And then the person, that person can just sit somewhere else and be completely invisible because we don't need that person to be with us. That person is not producing any product. That person is not writing any code. That person is not testing anything. That person is not delivering. I mean, that person is not creating the product. That person only designs rules for us and kind of, you know, uh, uh, configures our environment. But we produce the product inside the environment. The project manager does not produce anything. The project manager is, a, um, is an environment person. Is, is an architect of, of the world for us. So the, the PM designs the world. We live in this world. But we don't live together with the PM. We don't need PM to live with us. Because if, he, if, the, if the PM is with us, it's, it, 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 the, the PM becomes um, a bottleneck in most cases becomes a trouble, becomes a problem, which we need to fight with, which we need to communicate with, which we need to, uh, uh, which we need to remove in most cases. And we will try to remove that person because it's going to be annoying. This is what's happening in most cases with the, this, this project managers. They are become, uh, they, they become, you know, the most, the most annoying players in the team because they, they manage us. We don't like to be managed. We like to, we like to see this, the discipline according to which we work. We like to see the rules according to which we work. But we don't like to see, you know, police on the street. You don't, want to, you don't like to, to be directed by the police officer where to go. It's better to look at the signs on the street. It's better to know that the streets are perfectly regulated by somebody who you don't see. You don't like to see all the time this police officers telling you what to do, touching you, directing you, do not allowing you to go left, do not allowing you to go right, you should only go this direction. It's, it's going to be really hurtful for you, for you and for me. So instead, we want to see, see the city, we want to see the society to just work by the rules which are built by somebody who we don't see. We don't want to, to, to look at these people anymore. They just built it for us. They created that structure and they need to disappear. Just like with the government. We don't like the government to be visible all the time. We like the government to be as invisible as possible. That's what's going to make our life easier. The same with project management. The more invisible is the PM, the, the, the better it is for us programmers. But instead, all this philosophy, this, the modern uh, idea of the leadership in management and passion in management, they put the manager on the front position. They put that person who is basically a clerk, is basically a bureaucrat, it's basically a paper person. But instead, they put that person on the, on, on the, in front of us and they, say, and they say that that person is supposed to lead us forward and we're supposed to listen to the person every day. Even though this person has no idea about Java and has no idea how we write that code, 
We don't need that person. We don't, we don't appreciate, we don't respect that person in the first place because that person is not technical. That person doesn't know how things work. Doesn't, this person doesn't, you know, we're not speaking the same language with the, with the project manager. And I'm not saying that the project managers are just, you know, do not deserve the respect. They, they need to be professional. They are very important. I mean, I'm a project manager as well, but they do their work in a completely different area. When we mix project managers and programmers, when we put them together in the same room, that's, gonna, that's, what the problem, that's where the problem starts. Because we programmers, we're not going to respect that people. We, because they're, I mean, on, in our understanding, on our language, they're just idiots. They don't understand programming. They, 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 are, they are completely out of our league. We, are, we think that we are many more levels above them. Even though they, if, you, if you look at, at, at project management activities, which they are doing or supposed to be doing, they're quite difficult, not so easy to do. But we need to split the two things apart. Managing is one thing. Writing code is a different thing. So manager has to be doing this management uh, outside of us and just give us the results and say, hey, look, guys, this is the policy of work for you. This is the instrument. So use Jira. Use this communication channel. This is where you put your reports. This is where you get the input. This is how you know what tasks you need to be doing. That's it. I'm done. If you need me, call me. But nobody, but you don't need to. You should not need me. You, should, you, sh you shouldn't call me because everything will just work because I know I configured it. And let me do something else. That's what a good PM is. So that's my take from the conference. I think it was a kind of, for me, I feel like shame. I feel shame for the entire uh, management industry because people are laughing and applauding and they're agreeing with all these uh, fake philosophies about leadership and passion. That's just wrong, I believe, because we're losing, the, the, we're losing, uh, we're losing skills. Every year, more and more we talk about leadership, we're losing more and more skills. We're just becoming more and more stupid as project managers. We're just becoming, like I said, dancing mon monkeys. We know how to be leaders. We know how to be passionate, but we don't know how to build a risk list. And we don't see the difference between, uh, I don't know, between the fallback plan and the mitigation plan. How many of these project managers, and I asked that question in the room, there were like 300 people in my presentation, on my keynote, and I asked them, how many of you actually are PMP certified? And about like seven or 10 people raised their hands. Seven out of 300. Can you imagine that? So it, that, that's a shame, definitely. That's like, and, and, we, and we're not talking about things from the PM book. We keep talking about leadership, which means that maybe next year in the room, we'll have like two people with the PMP certificate. So, yeah, there's somebody in the chat saying that uh, they won't invite me again, probably. Yeah, most probably it will happen because I keep saying that in many conferences, not, not so many of them are actually, well, interested to invite me again and again because, yeah, I'm saying things which are kind of against what uh, the whole industry is looking at because, yeah, and one person... Uh, asked me after the presentation, she said that you sound like, like you're so good and we're so bad. So you're kind of arrogant and you're like showing off and, and telling us that you know how things, you know, work and we are so stupid, blah, blah, blah. And I told her that this is just your perception because I never, I'm never saying that I'm a good project manager. I never said that. I'm not a good project manager. I also make a lot of mistakes. I also 
many times and very often replace proper management instruments and tools and skills with just with just talking, with just in face-to-face communication, with just leadership and passion. I also manage people sometimes by guilt. I, all, I also sometimes, I'm saying them, I'm telling them that, you know, because you're my friend, don't let me down. Please do it. And this is a very big mistake, mistake for a manager because if I'm saying so, if I'm asking somebody to work overtime, for example, it's like a, it's like a red flag for a, for a for professional PM. If you're doing that, it means they're completely out of your league. So you don't know what you're doing. You, you're not, you're, you can't be called a project manager anymore. But I'm, doing, I'm making the same mistakes again uh, as well as everybody else. But at least I understand that I'm making them. And I want in professional PM conferences to, to see people talking about that. And saying, hey, guys, we keep making these mistakes. How about we fix them? How about we improve that? How about we, and this is how we improve that. Let me share my experience. I was doing micromanagement yesterday. Now I'm not doing it as much because I'm also doing micromanagement quite often. So, but I can share some, you know, ideas about how I stopped and what helped me. This is what we have to talk at this conference. But instead, they're talking about completely opposite. They're like pushing the, the entire room, the entire like three or 400 people in the conference. They're just pushing it in a completely different direction. They're telling them, no, no, guys, forget that. It's not a problem. Just be a good leader. And then somehow the project will be, you know, completed. You don't need to re- re- recalculate the schedule. You don't need to recalculate the dates for your milestones. You, need to, you don't need to break, uh, to crash, to apply crashing on your critical path, for example. They don't know these words. You just be a leader. Just, you know, be a leader. Tell everybody that they are good friends. They're one family. We're all responsible for the project. We all need this project to be done as soon as possible. This is our milestone, as soon as possible. And then let's get it together. Let's do it. And we'll hum- somehow the project will be completed. And the entire room is like, yeah, sure, let's do it. Well, of course, for people, somebody also made that comment to me after uh, he said that, uh, it's easier for people because when, when, when you're saying that they need to learn something and they need to learn the, that PM book of 600 pages, it's kind of difficult. But if you're saying that, Hey, just be a good person, just enjoy life, love what you're doing and, uh, be a good friend, then it's easier to come back home and get back to, to work and just feel that, am I a good friend? Yes. Do I love what I'm doing? Yes. I love that. Do I have enough passion? I have enough passion. So leave me alone. I'm a good project manager. Of course, I think for most people, that's an easier strategy and they just fall for it and they just do what these speakers are saying. But it's a shame for the speakers because they are, I feel that they're just making money because it's easier to sell that content. It's easier to say that and, and just promote that, that things which are, which are way easier than, uh, than actually saying about actually project management stuff, actually about, you know, formulas and numbers and instruments and spreadsheets and uh, communication channels and effectiveness of them and analysis of that effectiveness. And uh, I don't know, some, some uh, graphs and, uh, uh, and trends which we need, which we can analyze and, and present and all that things. Instead, it's way easier to deal with uh, uh, really unclear and vague uh, targets. So I'm finishing. 
we don't have any guests today. I think it's just me talking, but that's okay because I just wanted to to share my uh, frustration of uh, being at a. I'm not frustrated. The conference was good, actually. So it was it was well organized, and um, it was. I mean, technically, it was okay, and uh, I had good, interesting conversations with organizers and speakers and the people in the room. So, as a conference, I don't blame I don't blame the conference itself. The organizer did a good job. Uh, even though, you know, sometimes I'm quite, uh, I can't be negative about conferences as well, but that was not the case. So in that case, the conference was quite good. But uh, I'm, I feel like shame about, uh, 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 I feel shame for the speakers. I feel shame for the industry. I feel like sad that we are all, you know, on that low level. And I can't understand the organizer of the conference. They, they, they got good speakers and they, that speakers came from different towns, from different cities, even abroad. So they, they all came there, they presented their talks, but th- that was probably the best they could do in the industry. Because most probably, that's what I see, most probably in the industry, there are not so many people actually talking about real project management. They're all talking about something which has really almost nothing to do with the uh, with PM as a, as a, as a profession. So yeah, there's another comment that they most probably will be offended. I mean, they are conference organizers. Now I don't think they will be offended because I said the same to them. So I told them exactly the same. So they're, if they're listening now, they, they know that I told them the same. I said, I, 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 uh, expressed my, uh, my frustration to them as well, that even the conference, even though the conference is good, but the, the, the things we're discussing are kind of weird to discuss at a project management conference. And I told him, like, look, imagine if I go to uh, a Java conference and there's a speaker uh, giving me a talk how important it is to be a good, you know, to be passionate and to, to be in love with Java coding. And this is what will make your code better. Well, that would be weird because, yeah, of course it's important most probably in any profession. Yeah, like took a dentist, take a dentist or a lawyer or, I don't know, a plumber. All of them, they need some passion, of course. But what's the point of me coming to the conference, paying some money to attending the meeting and then listening to that story that it's so important to be passionate about what you're doing? I most probably want to see some code when I go to Java conference. I want to see some, you know, some uh, design patterns. I don't know, some new tools, some new frameworks. That's what I don't need your, uh, you know, motivational speech speeches about, about passion. Like give me something more specific. The same here. We need something more specific in terms of management. There are a lot of things to be specific. A lot of project management is not perfect yet. We still have a lot of things to improve. This PM book, for example, they keep changing the, 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 the book every four years. So now we have edition number, let me check. See how professional I am. I don't know the PM book version. Yeah, so now we have the fifth version. The PM book number, uh, number uh, five, I guess. Let me check for sure. So I don't lie to you. Yeah, PM book, fifth edition. That's right. Yeah, because when I was uh, certifying, it was the uh, fourth edition. Yeah, it was the fourth edition. Now it's fifth. So there are five versions 
of the book. And there are changes. So when I was certifying, there was a, a little bit different structure of, of uh, project management areas. There were a little bit different structure of, uh, of processes. So now it's version number five. So five changes, and they change every four years. So quite soon there will be version number six, I guess. Uh, it means that it's not, it's not, uh, it's not as a strict science. It's something which is quite volatile and something which needs changes every every year, or maybe every month. So we need contribution there. We can we still can improve it, and this is what we can we, we need to talk at, at this PM conference. And there are these re- improvements in involved instruments and, and tools and AI. For example, that's a question: How can we apply software to improve project management? What kind of software can we create? New software. Can we use AI, for example, artificial intelligence, to make our PM activities more effective? That questions are not discussed usually at PM conferences at all. So that's what I feel bad about. That's what I wanted to share. I think it's time to finish. Um, thank you very much for attending. Uh, my this panel discussion will be available on YouTube probably in less than a month, but so almost that. And my keynote uh, is already available on YouTube. So you can watch the keynote. I said something else there. There was a, a little bit different subject, but you can also watch it and you will see that it was, I mean, it was interesting conference, even though we had some technical problems on the keynote, but nevertheless, I managed to deliver what I wanted to say. Thank you very much. See you next Monday, the same time. Bye-bye.